Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Yeah, welcome back. Massive last hour coming up before Dwayne Russell, the guru doing a magnificent job, takes over at 12 o'clock. Plenty we need to get through in that time. We're going to hear from Bryce Gibbs very, very shortly, who joined SENSA this morning and spoke about his impending retirement in his last game on Sunday for the Crows, game number 268, and his last against his former side after announcing his retirement yesterday. So we'll hear about that very, very shortly. A gun of the AFL is going to join us. Some live scores. It is the Texans leading the Chiefs in somewhat of an upset in the first quarter so far. They lead 7-0. to And in the US Open semi-final between Osaka and Brady, uh, Naomi Osaka has got the break in the fourth set. In the third set, I should say, she leads four games to zero. The Swans, they take on the Lions in Cairns on Sunday night and one of their best players and one of the more admired players in the game is our next guest, Luke Parker. Luke, thanks for your time. Hey, Kane, how you going, mate? I'm good. Uh, How are you holding up uh, in this crazy season? You're almost a veteran now. You're about to turn 28, played a lot of footy. How's the body? Yeah, it's going all right. Like, it's um, obviously a, a different circumstances, but... I think as a as a whole, it's in a, in a way been a good thing for our group coming through. It's um, being able to spend a lot of time together, building those relationships, and um, I think personally, for me, I've, I've enjoyed that. And um, obviously, you, you get towards the end of the season, you're always um, trying to push through with your body body and battle through a few few things. But um, look, we've got we've got a week and a half left, and um, playing against two of the top sides, and, and looking forward to. Uh, testing ourselves out. You've played in a, an unbelievably successful era. I mean, you've played in 18 finals, and every year you're in and amongst it. But you must be somewhat proud of the efforts of a, of a young group this year to do what you've done under significant adversity. Yeah, I think the thing for me is I've been blessed to be a part of a team that's always been right up the pointy end, and uh, now it's, it's my turn to help um, drive this next group to the to the next level and, and how they've um, handled this year is is really good. We've obviously had some um, ups and downs and um, but, but as a whole I think we've had a, a real positive outcome and, and hopefully it'll set us up for the for the years to come. Um, we obviously know there's still a, a handful of our um, top 10, top 10, 15 players who aren't playing and mm. um, but the young guys who, who have stood up and got a lot of game time, it'll hold them in good stead for the, for the future. So that being said, is is what's been asked of the players this year been too much? I mean, it has been enough for a lot of your players to go down injured. Now, I know a lot of that maybe not as a result to the demanding schedule, but has it been too much to ask of what the players have been put through this year? Oh, I think the, we always knew that to keep the game going, there was going to have to be sacrifices from, from both ends. And um, look, I think the players have done an unbelievable job to... to 
um, relocate their families, their their lives to different states and continue the season um, as it's gone. And as I said, there's as you've seen, there's many probably a few more injuries this year, and blokes are really pushing themselves um, to the limit. And I hope that's been um, acknowledged out there by the AFL and the and the fans and um, just the, the boys want to continue to put on a show um, and they're doing so um, but at, at times it's going to take a toll So there's been talk about you know floated 28 game seasons and shorter this and shorter that are you supportive of more football or you think the 22 game season as it's been for a while is the right amount I don't mind that yeah the 22 game seems about right I can understand that um the kind of luxury of having a few extra games and mm. um, more TV and, and, and obviously more revenue into the game. And uh, it's just getting the balance right um, between what, what the boys' bodies can actually handle, how long the season will go for. Uh, but no doubt, I think it's a, it's definitely going to be a talking point. Um, one, I'm not, I'm not 100% against. I, I love playing footy and whether it's a shorter pre-season and, and you get into the season earlier, um, I think that's up for discussion. But I, I'd be open to the, yeah, to the, um, possibility of that. So you mentioned a week and a half to go for your boys and it starts clearly against Brisbane on Saturday. What, what have you been told about your future plans, like in terms of dates for pre-seasons, if any at all? When are you expecting to be back? Look, it's up in the air at the moment where um, I think the club's got to go through a few planning things with in terms of the soft cap um, and what the staff looks like next year. I think we're waiting to hear back from the AFL in terms of list sizes and, and salary cap and um, I don't think we're going to probably get those answers until uh, the season's finished. So uh, once we finished up, it might be a bit of a, a month or so in limbo until we get some answers. But um, I, I, in terms of how Melbourne's going and stuff, I'm not too sure how quickly we get back to pre-season training. It might be um, late December or if not um, early next year. So that'd be probably my guess of where it where it'll be heading. What are your plans post-season? Will, will you stay in Queensland or, or what are you planning on doing? No, so I'll get back to Sydney. Um, my girlfriend's down there and, and we've uh, just finished building a new house, actually, which I haven't got to see. So I nice. um, look forward to getting back there. And she is, her family's got a um, holiday house down the coast. So I think we'll probably just spend a bit of time there and, and weigh up what the border restrictions look like um, as the time goes. So it'd be nice to see some family. Um, but, but we'll just wait and see. But I'll, um, I'll be heading back to... New South Wales and a few of the other boys are probably about 50% of our team will stay in Queensland and have a bit of fun up here but mm. um, yeah the other half will head back. Sounds good there's, there's been a bit of talk about that and you're, you're an experienced leader of the club now and, and across the competition. Would you be concerned about some of your teammates sticking around? I know you know 95% of the players would absolutely do the right thing but it is a risky time for young men. What would be the instruction from the club or the AFL as to those guys that are sticking around in Queensland? Oh, I think no, there will be definitely a, a few meetings leading up to um, our departure, especially with, for the boys um, staying on. With the AFL, I think while it's still going on and we're not included in finals, um, the thing for the boys is to be really mindful um, that the, uh, the game is still going, the spotlight's still on all the players in that state. Um, and just to be careful, like, enjoy yourself. But um, look, at the end of the day, you don't want to do anything to... Um, upset the game and upset the government with, with, with the state of the game. So uh, the main thing is to be careful, enjoy themselves where they can, um, but to make smart decisions. 
as we get towards the business end, where we're trying to work out who is in amongst it, who's the best team that you've played this year, do you think? Uh, best team we've played, I think it's a hard one. I think I think Geelong, we haven't played Geelong yet, but my tip would be uh, them, who we're coming up with in a couple of weeks. Uh, Brisbane or, or Richmond, I think. Richmond just always seem to find a way and um, seem to get their, their confidence in their game going this time of year. So um, I, I think all up, Port Adelaide, are, like all those top four sides are playing some really good footy. And as you see with, with finals, it can, it can just be who rocks up on the day, but they're, they're the four for me. And is there a teammate near a lot of young ones that have had opportunities this year and we've been really impressed by the crop coming through? Is there a teammate of yours that is, in, is inexperienced and hasn't played a lot of footy that has surprised you with, with how well they're handling it? Um, yeah, I think I think in the last couple of weeks, Justin McInerney's um, really shown um, his, his game to go into another level. Um, I think he's up to about a handful of games now and um, probably look, looked young at times um, when he first started, but, but on the weekend he's um, a light frame but took some big ground balls against Cripps and, and those boys um, and showed a bit of class with the ball. So as I said, we've got, we've got plenty of young guys who are, who are showing a lot um, and are really exciting hopefully get a few games into them this year and they can take some confidence leading into the start of next year. Luke Parker, Sydney Swans Gun, joining us this morning. Hey, Luke, before we let you go, magnificent initiative between the Swans, your club, and one of the major partners, Volkswagen. You're back with the Footy Assist Program, which does offer community AFL clubs around the country an opportunity to apply for some grants and some funding. Now, this is the sixth time the Swans and Volkswagen have joined forces to deliver this program. Um, it is important at this time, and you know, everyone's doing it really tough, to have great supporters like Volkswagen and I guess you're encouraging anyone um, to apply for this funding because it'll cost you nothing and the rewards will be significant. Yeah, exactly. It's on the um, Swans website and it's, um, I think, grants up to about $10,000. There's about eight grants and they're giving out, I think, $50,000 in total. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that's easy to register and um, it's it's what local clubs need during these tough times. Um, to, to encourage kids to get back down there with the equipment and and whatnot, and, and that's where little footy starts. And, and you want to make sure that the grassroots of football um, really enjoyable, um, and it's, it's a great initiative that the, the Swans of and Volkswagen have, have come up with. So, as you said, it's easy to, easy to register uh, to get involved. Luke, thanks so much for your time, mate. Congratulations on what's been an outstanding career so far, and I think we've all been impressed by what the Swans have done, and, and look forward to the Swans pushing back towards finals next year. Thanks, Kane. Cheers, mate. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.